All right, welcome to episode 127. This is a continuation of uh, last week's uh, episode 126. <laughs> Can I pitch in? Sure! Yeah. So in fifth grade, we Spanish class went on a field Fifth trip. grade Spanish class. Yes. No, I'm sorry, eighth grade. And uh, we went to the museum, art museum, and one other museum in Milwaukee, and then went to a Mexican restaurant. So we were all in the Mexican restaurant, and some kids at my table were like taking a spoon, putting a little piece of ice, and kind of lobbing it to the other. Like side. a catapult. Yeah, yeah. So little quiet. Trebuchet. That's the French word for yes. it. Yes. So a little quiet me, try, you know, gets the idea that I could do this too. So I, I got a piece of ice and and it flew across the restaurant and hit a chaperone in the glasses. <laughs> so the teachers were going around to all the tables trying to find out who did this. And of course they went to the troublemakers first and they didn't do it. <laughs> So they finally like came to our table and were, you know, we didn't say anything. Nobody said a word. So um, <clears throat> the next week in class, for the next few days, the teacher said, you know, somebody did this, and, and we really need to get to the bottom of this. So after class, I went up to her and said, yeah. I did, and this is what happened, blah, blah, blah. So I had to go to the vice principal and talk with him, and then they had me write an apology letter to the chaperone. Is that all you got? Yeah. Well, I was a very good student, so they knew that it wasn't my normal. Well, this is a whole different layer of your personality, young lady. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> did you know this story? I, I'm not sure I did. <laughs> No, I think I've heard it before. Well, I had forgotten that I'd heard it. Oh, okay. The one bad thing she's ever done in her life, right? (laughs) Got caught. Fessed up to it. (laughs) Yeah, if there's... When I was... Back in the years when I was coaching, if anybody did anything wrong, the whole team ran. Even if they fessed up to it or not. That was the way, you know, seventh graders, they sit from eight in the morning till three in the afternoon and they can't run around. Yeah. Of course, there's going to be a little bit of energy bottled up. Go then run. They, then they get on a school bus and, yeah. Well, and some schools Try have such a them. weird schedule, too. Where like they I've do. been in schools where the middle school lunch for either sixth graders or eighth grade, the lunch is at 9.45. And then, you know, school gets out at 2.30 or something like that. It's like, lunch? 9.45? Like, what, what are they going to do the rest of the day? Yeah. So, of course, they get a little kooky at the end of the day. They're hungry. They're hangry. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. like, I don't know. I've had kids coming into practice. They're munching on a candy bar. Yeah. All right. I know what we're going to have like, to do today. Who needs a slice of pizza at 9.45 in the morning? Slice of pizza and french fries at 9.45 in the morning. And that's what, like, 
yeah, one, it's one thing for me to do it when I wake up, I have some cold pizza. <laughs> but for like, that's supposed to be their substitute. Yeah, but you went to the University of Wisconsin. <laughs> that's just a staple. <laughs> well, but that's supposed to be their like, you know, second nutritious meal of the day. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I recall at Campion, we had this huge dining hall and little pads of butter. Okay. A piece of white wax paper, pretty stiff, and then the little square pad of butter with another piece of wax paper on the top. Kids would take the uh, wax paper off the top and throw it up in the air, hoping to stick it on the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I got one up there. Hey, good job. That's High five and everybody. Well, that was just, you that's know. That's just good fun. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's harmless. Who gets hurt by that, yeah. Except the guy, the janitor, that has to go up there and repaint the ceiling during the, the summer. That's true. Yeah. Days and days and days of... Uh, I'm trying to remember any of the other bad behavior from high school. We did get, we got in trouble one time. Cause the, so the high school that I went to, the main building of the high school um, was the old mansion owned by the guy who owned Armor Meats, which still exists. You, you can still go to the grocery store and get little tins of Armor hot dogs and corned beef and stuff. Because um, their original school building burned down, and so they bought the mansion, and then they've built around it other school buildings and dormitories and things like that. Um, well, because it's this big mansion owned by this, you know, 19th century bazillionaire, he had these formal gardens in the back of the mansion. Mm. Very beautiful. As one does. Like, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. A water fountain oh. and a pagoda and all these beautiful things. And me and my friends used to go during our periods where we didn't have class or lunch or something, we'd go out to the gardens and we'd play wiffle ball. It's like, yeah, baseball, but it's plastic bat, plastic yep. ball. And we got in trouble one time because we tore up the ground and we drew on the, the concrete walls, we drew on them with chalk to, like, you know, re- you know, record scores and whatever. Innings and scores. So we had to go and we had to, you know, spray the wall down with water to get the chalk off, and we weren't allowed to play there anymore, so... I got in trouble a couple of times in high school, but not for anything serious. I, I got guess. thrown out of class for yawning. Three demerits. <laughs> if I would have known that, I'd throw you out of my house. For, for yawning? For yawning, yeah. I'd just go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> then you'd have to deal with your mother-in-law by yourself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> real troublemaker there. That's right. So eighth grade was a rough year. I just thought of this, too. Uh-oh, Shana. So we were in English class, and, you know, there's just constant talking while the teacher's trying to teach. And she got really frustrated and said, okay, the next person who, who says anything, they're getting a lunch detention. <laughs> well, one of my brother's friends who was a character was sitting behind me and he he whispered a joke to me <laughs> and I just quietly had a little laugh and boom 
All right, you have a lunch detention. I was like, oh my god. Did you tell your brother? <laughs> Probably. Shana. I don't think I'd heard that story before. Oh man. If I were to choose, who would have had the most detention in this group? This guy, Bill, over here. Once I had to sit down when I got those three demerits and I had to write, I don't know, it was like 10 pages out of the dictionary. It sounds like Shauna's been in detention more than any of us. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I had many detentions. I never got sent to the headmaster. So. <laughs> it's the vice principal here. Yeah. That was, such a, that was such an interesting thing about being in school in the United States was that the principal was not the scary one. It was the vice principal. It was the principal. Well, the principal of vice, were, that's why. They were doing whatever. I don't really know what principals do. But the vice principals were in charge of discipline. So, yeah, to get sent to the vice principal, that was the scary thing. But the principal was like, I don't even know who that is. Never saw him. <laughs> Father Duke- Dukevich was our <laughs> assistant principal. When I had to go to Father Dukevich to get my uh, permit to get back in the class, he had to get a permit. It's okay, Bill Wall can come back in your class, Clem Massey. He said to me, what'd you do? I said, I yawned and I stretched. He started to laugh. <laughs> what, what, what class was it? History with Mr. Massey. Just started to laugh. Here's your note. Go ahead. Three to merits. Did you wise up after that? I guess Got your act so. together. Usually I was the, the quietest student in the class. And that doesn't surprise me. What did surprise me is your two detentions. Well, I didn't get a detention on the first one. Oh, Just I was... a visit to the vice principal. And All I know is that I never had to write in a, a letter of apology when I was in school, so... No, I just had a copy of the dictionary. <laughs> Fifteen pages. Wow. You know, all the little signs and symbols. and. Now, at Land's End, I had to write a letter of apology to uh, the director of the business area. Uh, that I was... Yeah. So I had... <laughs> Whoa! I had, I had ignored... Um, some guidelines from the architecture committee and I had done what I thought seemed like a good idea and which it was which it was yes a couple of years later it was <laughs> it was the mandated way you had to do things oh okay did they send you a letter of apology no no of course <laughs> okay. not so uh, I got caught having done this stuff and they just were acting like the you know the world was going to end it's like, yeah, whatever. Uh, and my punishment was I had to write a letter of apology to two different directors. So pastor, uh, pastor, yeah. pastor. So I, so I, oh, I wasn't a pastor at the time. Wow. Well, uh, so doesn't matter. You are not. Yeah. I. So I delivered these letters of apology, and <laughs> we're like, yeah, you're fine. <laughs> you're fine with us. So they were over it. Well, I was getting stuff done. So they didn't care. Well, that's true. It was just the architecture committee being too big for their britches. Uh, so, yeah, I I did Couple ponder whether I should go and ask them for uh, a letter of apology after they started mandating all the things that I had been doing. But yeah, no, I just I just chuckled. 
Are you sure you want the world to hear this? <laughs> yeah, I was right. <laughs> and you had to apologize for it. Yeah. Well, like I said, my, my business people were like, nah, you're good. We don't care. <laughs> yeah, that, that project was interesting. It was ups and downs. Uh, so I got a uh, I got a spot bonus on that same project. Uh, I think this is probably a little time after I had, had to deliver that apology, um, and I got whisked into a uh, an empty meeting room with the VP of IS. Now that so I'm just thinking, oh great, I'm fired. <laughs> you're a goner. Because <laughs> when they when when your manager and the VP of IS whisk you into an empty meeting room. Okay, like, yeah. Friday too. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, no. okay, usually they try to. Fire <coughs> on well, yeah. Lanzan had a tendency of firing people on Tuesdays, so. Uh, oh yeah. You, you, you they just paid never on help. Thursdays. Yeah. With a telephone call or something, not even. In oh well, that's that's a whole other story. We'll we'll save yeah. that for another day. Another podcast. Yeah. Um, the joys of interacting with human resources. Oh, I have so many bad things I can say about human resources. Uh, My friend Schulte was in Human Resources. He well, had a explains, master's in that. That explains a lot. Yeah. <laughs> my, uh, my pastor buddy uh, down in Beloit also was an HR guy. I give him a serious amount of ribbing for that. Uh, Seems like the, yeah. the first... But I, so I got a spot bonus. He's like, yeah, you're, this project's doing so well and we appreciate everything you're doing. Here's the spot bonus. But... Uh, Please, please don't tell anybody else you got it. <laughs> that's, okay. Uh, that's so interesting. I rewatched the movie Argo recently. I have not watched that one. Uh, and it's a you know, speaking of CIA identities and things like that, this guy, he got some hostages out of Iran. Uh, but obviously, it's the CIA, so it's secretive. They oh, basically had to just give slightly. Canada credit for getting the hostages out. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And he received a special CIA medal for this project that he succeeded in. But that he wasn't allowed to tell anybody they about. They gave him the medal <laughs> at a private ceremony where no one's allowed, basically besides him. And then end of the ceremony, they take the medal back. And he didn't get it back until like he retired and everything was declassified. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Uh, 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 uh. Must have been in the closet, the janitor's closet. <laughs> I don't know. It's a cool story, though. If you, I mean, if, well, if you think about it, yeah. Movie, the, what was the name of it? So there was uh, Argo. Argo. So it was when the U.S. Embassy in Iran got overrun mm. in, was that, uh, 79, I think. Yes. During Carter. Yeah. The Carter yeah. administration. Um, but there were six people in the embassy who escaped out the back entrance. And so they weren't taken hostage by the people who overran the embassy. And they escaped to the Canadian embassy. Oh, wow. And were camped out in the Canadian embassy for a very long time. And this guy, who was a CIA operative, managed to get them out. He posed as a Canadian film producer... Uh, he, so he arrived in Iran and said, like, well, we're scouting locations to film a movie, like a sci-fi movie. So, you know, we need, like, desert scenes, and kind of like a Star Wars kind of thing. And, uh, you know, basically 
got there, said we're scouting locations, and then like scooped up these six people. Like, oh, this is my director of photography. This is my, you know, pr- you know, co-producer. Uh, okay, very good. And, oh, wow. so, and that's how they got them out by <laughs> they faked a bunch of passports and things like that, and, and managed to get them out. So that was a real story. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, the, I think the movie is more dramatic than the actual event, sure. but still pretty. Well, I'm sure the crazy. actual event was fairly nerve wracking because if they'd yeah. been, if, if their disguises had been penetrated, yeah. Yeah. It, it would have gone south quickly. Well, I, well, that's the thing. Like, so the in the movie, they almost get caught at the airport on the way out. Like, literally, you know, guys in trucks with big guns chasing the airplane down the runway because they discovered that these people were sneaking out and none of that actually happened oh no you know only in the movies yeah that sounds interesting I don't know it's a good movie it's got uh, Ben Affleck is the CIA agent He's, he's good in it too I think that it won a bunch of Academy Awards the year it came out. I watched uh, 13 Hours oh, I don't know, last year. I think that was interesting. Was but that the one about uh, defending the uh, embassy? Embassy where the ambassador Ooh. was killed. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In Benghazi? Benghazi, yeah. yes. Wait, yeah. Waiting for the uh, support that never came. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was. It was pretty dramatic. I think that one was... Yeah, I heard that that movie was pretty close to what happened. Yeah. All right, enough of that. Sean, that's a very nice car you have in your lap. <laughs> Peter just brought it to me. Oh, okay. Convertible looks like. I can't see what it is. <laughs> yes, it's a convertible, dear. Well, I mean, <laughs> she has expensive taste. Maybe. That's why she married me. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Oh yes. Um, so the T-shirt I have on, Mr. Is, Lincoln. It's Abraham Lincoln, but he's got on a red bow tie and the the Dr. Seuss cat in the hat hat on. So just, why why did fun. anybody think that those two characters <laughs> should be uh, combined? Anthony, I think it's just, think it's just fun <laughs> okay. to sell T-shirts to people like me. Well, okay. Like yeah. yeah. I always another... makes me think of the well other than that Mrs. Lincoln how was the play yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> I have another t-shirt that has Abraham Lincoln hand fighting bears there's like oh I saw that one there's like three bears and he's got a couple in like a chokehold and he's like fighting off some bears yep. just for you know just for fun I guess did you ever watch the movie Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter I actually I have not seen the movie but I've read the book oh, okay I have the movie yeah um, the DVD <laughs> Very entertaining. I want to watch it. Because um, I think that's by the no. same author who did Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Oh. Which I haven't seen. I've seen clips on mm-hmm. YouTube enough to know that I would like to see it. <laughs> I read, I think, I read a little bit of the book of Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Too. It's very, because I've read Pride and Prejudice also. Which I haven't. Uh, it's good. Um, Chick flick. But it's... <laughs> If you say so. <laughs> what do you think my, about that? My Shana? wife and daughters like it, but uh, yeah, I, I think it. it's an excellent satirical view of like English society during. Oh, I'm not saying you're wrong. It just is not enough guns in it. 
Guns and things blowing up. Yeah, yeah guns, explosions, aliens. But yeah. that particular Obama. Bruce Willis. You know, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter is more a story made up out of whole cloth. It is. But Pride I thought and Prejudice they... and Zombies is more like they took the book Pride and Prejudice and like copied it word for word, but like inserted paragraphs here and there to like put the zombies into the story. Right. Well, you know, the Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, I thought they they did really well weaving the the whole vampire thing through the the actual historical well, it's events. Good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, they they really did well weaving it in there. Yeah. It's it's not like it's not a gimmick. It's well-told story or like it's yes. a well-constructed story. Yeah. But Yeah, just probably too a little scary for my wife. My wife has trouble with like than above PG, and sometimes she has trouble. With, <laughs> sometimes she has trouble with some PG movies. Oh, I don't know. There were a couple of sounds like she's ready to. There were a couple of parts of the ice cubes. Paddington <laughs> movie. Did you watch any of the Paddington movies? I have not actually. <laughs> they're really cute, and they're like PG. And my wife was scared during a couple of portions. Was it the bear the, that did that? Paddington bear. Paddington bear. Yeah. <coughs> what was it? Oh. <laughs> Yes, but nobody died there. You didn't know what was going to happen. No, so she doesn't do well with intense scenes. My, uh, one of my professors from college was, he stopped and he took a picture at, it's Paddington Station, right? That's how he got his name. Yes, it is. Uh, So he was in England and had a picture he was waiting for a train or something and I come and like did you at least get a picture because I think they have a statue of Paddington Bear in this train station now oh okay like, well they may now and... they, they never did when I went yeah. through back in the day he's like did you get a picture with Paddington and he said no he's he has a lot of interesting pictures because he's originally from um, Saskatchewan yeah, and he went to college he did his, his work his college work in Canada and he came to the United States and he's been he's a history historian of Russia uh, but like the early 20th like the Bolshevik revolution and end of the czar and things like that so he's not like recent Russian history um, but he go, he went back to Canada recently for the first time I think like since COVID and he was playing golf and there's just a black bear some kind of bear that was on the golf course. He's, you know, took a picture of this bear as he's trying to play golf. Like, nah, that's not for me. <laughs> I don't need to see any wildlife besides squirrels and apparently deer. alligators are not unusual to be seen on golf courses in Florida. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't want to see that either. Though. No, yeah. like yeah, just mm, play through. I don't even, I mean, you know, any wild animal can really do some damage. There was one time I was walking to, from my apartment in Lance, in East Lansing to the Michigan State campus. It was about a mile and a half or two mile walk. And I would walk every once in a while to save money on parking and whatever. And the uh, way to walk, you could go through like a nature preserve. And there's a paved trail 
I see about 200 yards ahead of me, there's just a deer standing on the trail. Like, well, certainly as I get closer to it, it'll move. It's a deer. It's going <laughs> to scamper off. Never moved an inch. I was about two feet away from the... I tried to give it, you know, like, I don't... I can't, like, walk into the woods to get a, away from it, but I tried to go around it. I was probably about three to five feet away from this deer. I'm like, it could have easily charged me if it wanted to. It didn't. <laughs> they have antlers? No, it was a it was a female deer. It was a doll. Okay. So that's... It could have kicked you. It could have kicked me. That's probably worse than if it charged me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Poked your ear off. Female species. Oh, here we go. <laughs> but yeah, that's I think the closest I've ever gotten to a large wild animal. Back in the, the canoeing days, at least and I would do we would canoe up to deer watering themselves at in Governor Dodge. We got within, you know, five, six feet from the deer. But in a canoe you're not, not making any sound. Yeah. You're just floating up to them. And deer can't see. They have absolutely terrible eyesight. Well, when I was in Iowa, Woodloo Cedar Falls area, uh, I would go, back when I was a little bit fitter, I would ride my mountain bike through the trails in the, the park up in Cedar Falls, and they had kind of some nice wooded trails and I would go zooming through these things uh, and it was not unusual to come across deer and you know they if I was downwind of them they wouldn't notice me until I got really quite close and then suddenly it would just leap up in the air and run away but I mean I would yeah. be less than 10 feet away from them yeah. just going screaming past <laughs> they would, would run away. We've had deer back here. <coughs> you know, we're about uh, two blocks from the yeah, country. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And turkeys. Yeah, yeah I see. I rabbits, opossums. Rabbit, yeah, it was that that big thing. I he thought maybe it came from... Uh, big old bunny. Yeah, Alice in Wonderland or something. <laughs> He had red eyes. Well, he never stopped in for tea, so apparently he wasn't <laughs> from that story. Well, I see turkeys all the time. So my brother has a farm, a small farm in Germantown, Wisconsin, which is, you know, it gets rural pretty fast once you get a little bit outside of Milwaukee. And pretty much every time I go up to visit him, I see wild turkeys going around. Christian almost hit a wild turkey one time in our in, in my car in Lansing. <laughs> Didn't even see it. I was like, you got you almost hit that. We were driving along. Turkey was in right at the side of the road, basically at the curb. She almost just plowed right through. I was like, did you even see that turkey? She's like, what turkey? A big giant turkey almost just hit with well, the car. I've seen a lot of uh, <laughs> seen a lot of wild animals this spring. Deer, of course, uh, turkeys, quite a lot of pheasants this spring. So oh, yeah? A lot of pheasants, yeah. Uh, eagles, bold eagles, and I want to say, they're, are they turkey eagles? They're, their heads look like that turkey. turkey vultures. Turkey vulture, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I've seen quite a few of those. Uh, rabbits, bunnies, all the usual stuff. But, uh, yeah, the bigger ones I've seen 
seen a reasonable amount. Uh, seen a coyote this spring. He didn't stick around long, but I saw him. Uh, <laughs> just while I'm driving around on my school bus, big, bright yellow school bus. So it's not like I'm trying to pretend I'm not there. Well, yeah. Especially <coughs> the coyotes. Closest I ever got, so I was in Montana. I just visited uh, Glacier National Park. And I was leaving Glacier National Park, driving on the road, and there was a bear several thousand feet down the roadway. That's the closest I've ever gotten to a, a bear besides, you know, like the zoo or something. Right. Uh, and then I, in that same trip, I was, so I was leaving from Montana, headed towards Yellowstone. So I was headed towards Wyoming. And leaving Yellowstone, heading south, and a big jackrabbit. It, was, it bounced into the road. It, like it, it looked like it was just a basketball with a face. And, and just he jumped. It was middle of the night. He jumped out onto the road, and it was like thump, thump. I'm like, well, those bye, are big animals. It's, yeah, it's, it's, those are not regular bunny rabbits. Yeah, they're pretty those good size. Big. Yeah. They're like small kangaroos. Yeah. <laughs> so. Wind from the, the east. Yeah, I've ever hit with So when we were out west, uh, South Dakota, we were in the Badlands and uh, one of the other state parks out there. And they had uh, buffalo just walking across the road. I have seen buffalo real close, too. Yeah. So In my car, elk? though. Did don't leave your car. I don't. I don't know that we saw elk, um, but yeah, that's interesting. So the, the buffalo, I mean, they're they're pretty good. If you just wait patiently, they'll they'll keep walking. Yeah, if you don't mess with them, they'll be yeah, fine. they don't mess with you, but <laughs> they will run at you thirty miles an hour though and send you sky high if you mess. with oh, them. Oh yeah, they're big. They will There's usually a and, story. And for the record, tasty. Yeah, that's true. Those are farmed bison, though. Well, doesn't matter. They're just tasty. There's usually one or two stories out of Yellowstone every year of people, oh, people who that won't leave them alone. We yeah. think buffalo are cute, cuddly, and they try to get a picture or a selfie or something, and they get demolished, trampled. Yeah. yeah. Well. Butted. Gored. Gored. Yes. Yeah, we stayed in the car. We're, that's we're, that's we're, a wise choice. That, that's really in, big. I'm staying in the car and I'm staying back a bit. I don't want it to feel threatened. And there are a bunch of bison crossing the road. Is like I'm just going to stop the car, stay admire in the, car. the majesty of yep. them, and keep <laughs> yep. a distance. Close enough. Yes. Yep. It's not like a Holstein. No. No. It's now there were a few on the side of the road just grazing. You know, we got reasonably close. And roll past slowly and take his picture but mm. you know it was they smile at you no so antisocial okay yeah maybe he didn't want to encourage me because he knew it was tasty isn't that what they say is uh, living off the grid um yes there's all kinds of ways to do that <laughs> but a, I, I think for wild animals they just call it grazing okay Oh, the wind seems to be dying down a touch. I don't know about that. Yeah, it's <laughs> that little above us isn't bending like it was before. Well, the other trees are... It seems pretty swinging. windy still. Yeah. 
We're going to hear it on the recording. That's how we'll know if the wind <laughs> is dying true. down. That is very true. Well, we do have the wind cap on there. Hopefully that'll help. We'll see. So, if you get a text going, oh man, the recording was terrible, then. Well, <laughs> but at least we're having fun set out here by the fire. Send all your texts and emails to Pastor <coughs> because I won't answer. I won't even look. Well, I'm one of the few people that has your super duper secret email address. That's right. I don't have it. You know, it seems like there's more and more people getting it. that email address. Is that what I'm not giving I it get to more them. junk email. How did this that happen? I'll stop yeah. Googling things. Well, i got to find stuff out. How are you supposed to live if you don't search things on the internet? I could look it's it up. Encyclopedia. On, I don't have a... I have a dictionary. you got 15 pages of it written down somewhere. Somewhere. The Jesuits have it. Did you learn any good words? No. There's not, nothing juicy in that dictionary they gave me. I think it was a... Do you remember like what, what letter of the alphabet it was? No. Just open up your... I think what they did is they just... Every Jesuit that was there, one guy just opened up the book. It was random pages for everybody. Start here, 15 pages later, hand it in when you're done. Okay. That's a lot. For five demerits. All of the definitions of the words I didn't. Well, I didn't write everything down. Okay. When you're done. I think after about two hours or three hours, we just handed our papers in and off we went. All right, dear listeners, that wraps up episode 127. Uh, Yes, we talked a while, so uh, we will finish this up next week in episode 128. Good night.